Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. We are GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. GTR News, the news others choose. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good day and welcome to the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Top stories. A-Levy to be implemented in May 2022, Finance Minister Hint. President Nanato Danko Kufuado says 106 factories constructed on the government's flagship One District, One Factory initiative. On international front, women and children drown fleeing Nigeria gang attack. There's some more stories after the break. Easter Monday, take over. Ghana Talks Radio and the Koforidia Pool Party. Easter Monday, take over edition. Air Brian, Air Bustle, our bedtime hotel on the 18th of April 2022. Artists on the bed, Horn Takra. Yapono, Tommy Yoga, Another Level, Danger Boy, Cupcake, Mr. G, Kwaku Miki, I Just Blade, Anna Johnny K, MC, Kim Kwaku Benson, DJs on the bill, DJ Chan, Anna DJ, Bobby Rich, After Party No, Air Basso, Right at Casa Bar and Grill, Opposite the Bedtime Hotel, Rate 32 cool Ghana Cities, Nelson, Ume Timiato, Ticket for Two, At 50 Ghana Cities, From 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Activity it is a record show, pool party, and I say, dance competition, giveaways, raffle draw, and a photography. We'll pay tickets and answer reservations are fresh. 0202-544-614. Tickets are available. Our Bright FM, Eastern FM, Freedom FM, Sunrise FM, Front Dex, and the Bedtime Hotel. Tickets.ghanatalksradio.com. We'll be to be the Momo, and answer credit card at all. Sponsors, BP Superfine Bakery, Tom's Metal Corporation, and a GTL Sound. Easter Monday way the whole Ghana air party our Kofoidia pool party the Easter Monday takeover This is Ghana Talks Radio the best station rocking the nation yeah, welcome back from the break to First Story. President Nanado Danko Kufuado has called on all and sundry to throw their weight behind the Ministry of Land and Natural Resources in the fight against illegalities in the natural resources sector, particularly the fight against illegal mining, and also support the Greek Ghana project. Addressing citizens during his 2022 State of the Nation address, Sona, on March 30th, 2022, the president stressed that if ever the support of all citizens were was required to make something work. It is in the battle to end illegal mining and restore our land and water bodies back to health. The president said, in the light of this fight, the government has, through the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources, declared river bodies and forest reserves as red zones for mining. He stated that the government has also suspended the issuance of all prospect and exploration licenses for minerals in forest reserves and launch Operation Halt 2 to help rid water bodies and forest reserves of illegal miners. The president, on behalf of the nation, extended his condolences to the bereaved families of the victims of the Apiate explosion while commending the public for their massive response to the disaster. And restore our lands and water bodies back to health. 
our bodies and forest reserves as red zones for mining. We suspended the issuance of all prospecting exploration and reconnaissance licenses. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation. Story. An Adenta Circuit Court has sentenced a 20 years old community police CPA to four years imprisonment over charges of impersonation and defrauding by false pretenses. Mark Appel is said to have collected 12,000 cities from a finance officer to enlist the officer's sister into the Ghana Police Service but failed to do so. Appel pleaded guilty to both charges. The court proceeded over by Mrs. Sedinam Awo Baloka convicted Appel on his own plea. Prosecuting Chief Inspector Maxwell Lanyo said the complainant name withheld was a finance officer of a hospital in Tamale while the convict was stationed at Walewale. He said the complainant got to know Appel when he brought a patient to the hospital in 2016. The prosecution said Appel introduced himself to the complainant as police officer and they became friends. In November 2021, the complainant called Appel and informed him that she had secured a job for her sister with the ambulance service. The prosecution said the convict cautioned the complainant as to why she did not enlist her sister into the Ghana Police Service. Appel then assured the complainant that he could assist her sister enlisted in the police service. He then gave the number of a Nelson, a supposed senior officer, to call him so he could assist him with the enlistment. He cunningly demanded and collected various sums of money from the complainant from December 2021 to March 18, 2022, all totaling. 12,000 cities. The prosecution said on March 18th, one general sergeant Aglago received a call from the complainant that she had arrived for the enlistment in Accra. Police intelligence led to the arrest of Appel, and during interrogation, he admitted the offense and pleaded for leniency. 
Still on local stories, President Okufodo has stated that medical records are being digitalized through government digitalization agenda to ensure effective delivery of health care in the country. He says the exercise will cover all health facilities as part of plans to enhance their operations and make them more competitive. President Okufodo made this known when he delivered the State of Nations Address Sona on Wednesday, March 30th, 2022 in Parliament. Every child born in this country will be registered and the date of birth registered will remain your date of birth throughout your life. There will be no school age, no football age, no snit age, and no official age. When we register for national health insurance, the details of our identification will be the same as the details on a driving license, a, pass, a passport, and yes, on our text, tax identification number. Today, we all have addresses at which we can be identified, even if we live, unfortunately, for the time being in a chaos. And when we die, that inevitable rite of passage will be recorded to mark the end of our lives. Mr. Speaker, it is not enough that the state collects all this information. It is critical that every citizen is able to benefit from the digitization process. The benefits range from being able to give directions to our addresses for delivery access to government services without having to go to the ministries. The Rural Telephony Project, being undertaken by GIFEC, is working to fill the void created by the telephone operator's inability or unwillingness to extend their services to areas they deem uneconomical to operate. It is important to extend basic telephone President Nanado Dankwa Ekufado has said coups are not the solution to Ghana's economic and governance challenges. The president responded to the coup fears for the first time while delivering his sonar to parliament. He said no matter the differences in opinions in how Ghana should be run, coups cannot be an option. He also commended the end. DC and MPP for their roles played in the coup related issues. That have re featured in recent public discussions. Certain elements have attempted to advocate coup d'etats as the answer to the problems of the nation. We came through a long and tortuous journey to arrive at today's consensus on a multi party democracy. But the last 29 years of our Fourth Republic have shown that this has been the most productive period since our independence. Both the major political parties of the country, the New Patriotic Party, MPP, and the National Democratic Congress, NDC, have made positive contributions to this development. work to be done on building our institutions 
but our democracy is worth fighting for. It is up to us to find a way to accommodate each other and our differences, to make things work for the benefit of the Ghanaian people. also be well that coup d'etats have re-entered our discourse because of the turmoil in our neighborhood. The West African region is suddenly back in the international news headlines for all the wrong reasons. We're back again is the region of political instability and the place for coups. Long and bitter experience led ECOWAS to its current stance of zero intolerance for military coups. We in Ghana know the cost of instability. It leads to the exodus of our artisans and professionals and the emptying of teachers from our schools. Speaker, today, at every traffic light junction in our big towns and cities, you can see the results of instability in our neighborhood with the influx of refugees into our country. We should be unapologetic about campaigning for stable democratic UGL news the news others choose to business stories the finance minister Ken Oforiata has hinted that the implementation of the electronic transaction levy may commence in May 2022 according to him the Ghana Revenue Authority GRA will have all the systems in place for the operationalization of the levy by then this revelation follows the passing of the e-levy bill by parliament on Tuesday the bill was passed after the deliberations at the consideration stage was concluded by a majority sided house on Tuesday Tuesday, March 29, 2022. The bill, which was considered under certification of urgency, proposed to reduce the rate of 1.5% from the initial 1.75 amid the minority walkout. President Okufodo is expected to settle the bill for it to become a law. However, the minority caucus contend that Parliament did not have the required number of at least half of its members present when the controversial tax policy was approved. They therefore sought the following leave in their suit against the Attorney General. Reacting to this, Mr. Foriata stated that, I think we registered the moment in our history when things came together and we shall move forward and conquer. He added that he does not see anything dramatic about the NDC going to court to have their issue addressed. So that nature happened, things change. Uh, and so it's not an issue of blaming. You had COVID and now you had the Ukrainian war. Who would have thought about it? Fuel, food, and financing have become a problem. GDL News. GDL News. Dangerous Fs. Fuel, food, and financing. We can destabilize any society. Um, but there's nothing that we can't overcome if we work together as a people. And that's where we are. And I think yesterday registered a moment in our history uh, where things came together and we shall move forward and conquer. Mm -hmm. Nothing, I mean, that's democracy. You know, somebody has an issue, they go to court, you resolve it, you move on. I don't think there's anything dramatic about that, you know. We believe there was a quorum in the house. You're walking out does not mean that there's no quorum. You could have gone for lunch and come back. Who knows? Um, so we are really pleased that things went well. And I think the nation is settled. There's a certain spirit of calmness and yabre. Yeah, it's a, it's a key question. We had some meetings of um, 
the Controller General and the um, NGRA, and they have indicated to us uh, that right at the beginning of May, they should be able to get the systems off. GTR News. The news others choose. Still on the e-levy, President Akufado says the electronic transaction levy would make a significant contribution to revenue mobilization and the management of the national economy. However, delivering the State of the Nation address SONA on Wednesday, President Akufado, who thanked Parliament for the passage of the bill, noted that the country was in a difficult place and needed a revenue to develop. Quite a protracted and sometimes acrimonious nature of proceedings. I'm happy that the House has finally found it possible to pass the E-Levy Bill. I believe strongly the levy is going to make a significant contribution to revenue mobilization and the management of, our nas- of the national economy. And I want to thank members of the House for making this possible. our news the news others choose Still in business stories, President Nana Dodank of Kukufadu says 106 factories constructed under the government flagship One District, One Factory Initiative are operational within various districts of the country. The 106 factories represented 38% of 278 projects that are at various stages of the implementation in all 16 regions as of March this year. In the State of the Nation's address, the President indicated that 148 of the factories were under construction while 24 projects were at the mobilization stage. Through the 1B1F initiative, the Made in Ghana label is being stamped on a wide range of products proudly manufactured in Ghana. Out of a total of 278 1D1F projects at various stages of implementation in all the 16 regions. 106 factories are currently operational. 148 are under construction, while 24 projects are in mobilization state. The news others choose. If you just join us, this is the Afternoon News in Ghana Talks Radio. On the international front, Russian President Vladimir Putin has been misled by advisors who were too scared to tell him how badly the war in Ukraine is going, the White House says. Meanwhile, British intelligence says Russian troops in Ukraine are demoralized, short of equipment, are refusing to carry out orders. Mr. Putin is also not being told about the full impact of sanctions on the Russian economy, the White House stated. The Kremlin has not yet commented on the assessment. White House spokesperson Kate Bedenfield said the U.S. had information that Mr. Putin felt misled by the Russian military and this had resulted in persistent 
tension between Putin and his military leadership. Putin's war has been a strategic blunder that has left Russia weaker over the long term and increasingly isolated on the world stage, she said. A Belgian court is holding a closed-door trial for Australian journalist and former TV anchor Chen Li in a high-profile diplomatic case. Ms. Chen is accused of illegally supplying state secrets overseas. Her family maintains she is innocent. The Chinese-born Australian was working for Chinese state media outlet CGT and Paro to her detention in August 2020. Karebara has repeatedly raised concerns over her detention and has called for basic standards of justice to be met. Little is known about the exact nature of Ms. Chen's alert offenses and it's not clear when a verdict will be handed down. Speaking to reporters outside of the courtroom on Thursday, Australia's ambassador to China, Graham Fletcher, said he and other Australian officials have been denied entry into the hearing. Chinese court often bars outsiders from trial deemed partially sensitive. We move to Nigeria and more than a dozen people, including women and children, fleeing attacks by armed gangs have drawn in the central Nigerian state of Niger when their boat capsized. Emergency officials says eight bodies, including those of two women and six children, had been recovered while five people are still missing. A search and rescue operation is underway, but the victims from the village of Gaukogo were fleeing a deadly attack by gunmen on their community on Tuesday. Their boat didn't capsize on the Meta River, some managed to escape, but many drowned. Officials says the boat was weak and overloaded. We are in Tunisia, and Tunisian President Saeed has dissolved Parliament, which he suspended eight months ago following mass protest. It came after MPs convened online on Wednesday and voted to repeal presidential decrees that had given him near total power last year. He said Parliament has lost its illegitimacy and had betrayed the nation, and the MPs responsible will be prosecuted. Mr. Saeed suspended Parliament, assumed executive powers, and moved to rewrite the constitution eight months ago. He has sent ruled by decree. Since then, anger at economic situations in Tunisia has packed street protests, some involving clashes with the police. To some entertainment story, Will Smith was asked to leave the Oscar ceremony after hitting Chris Rock but refused, the Academy says. The event organizing body also said it had initiated disciplinary proceedings against Smith. Smith slapped Rock after a comic joke about wife Jada Pinkett Smith's shaved head as a result of the hair loss condition alopecia. The actor, who won the first Oscar of his career at the ceremony, has since apologized. But in a statement, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Art and Science said, Mr. Smith was asked to leave the ceremony and refused, but we also recognized we could have handled the situation differently. It also announced it has initiated disciplinary proceedings against Mr. Smith for violations of the Academy's standards of conduct. This includes inappropriate physical contact, abusive or threatening behavior, and compromising the integrity of the academy, it says. The academy said action may be taking place at the next board meeting on April 18th. That may include suspension, expulsion, or other sanctions, the statement added. It also apologized directly to Chris Rock as well as nominees, guests, and viewers. 
This is where I end the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. Thank you so much for tuning to it. You can log on to our website www.ghanatalksradio.com for more news updates. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the sport today. GTR News. The news others choose. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. It's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. Bit on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sandra Asante, and I welcome you to it. So the Black Stars are still trending because, you know, they've been able uh, to have their name on the list of the teams, countries going out to the Qatar 2022, and they had a presidential conference as well. And on the side of the Super Eagles, their coach has resigned today because of the, their failure uh, on Tuesday. So don't go anywhere back with more after the break. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. It's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. From the break. So, President Nanado Dankwa Kufuado has gifted presidential diary to uh, Ghana coach Toto Ado and Thomas Te Parte. So, the president of Ghana, you know, yes, uh, gifted the special presidential diary to the Black Star coach uh, Oto Ado and the uh, vice captain Thomas Te Parte. They have, you know, uh, a very uh, sweet conference at the Jubilee House following their qualification to the Qatar 2022 FIFA World Cup. So, uh, having arrived in the country in the early hours, they were conveyed in an open top bus to uh, Jubilee House to meet the president. The president congratulated them, thanked them for their achievement under the presidency, as well as DFA uh, president. I'm talking of Kurt Okreku, also commended uh, Coach Otto Ado and the players. This is what happened at the ceremony have delivered something amazing to our dear country. Otto will say a few words. He's always shy. But today he will speak. Mr. President, our head coach, Otto Ado. I'm done here for you. Okay, that's good. That's Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, first of all, I would like to thank you, Mr. Excel Mr. Excellency, for the invitation. It's a great, great honor for us to be here. Um, it's for me, it's even, yeah, very, very special. Uh, more special than the game yesterday because uh, we were not really prepared. Pause. Well, not really prepared. Um, Thank you very much, Mr. Kreku, for your kind words. Uh, a little bit too much, I think, but it's okay. <laughs> I take it. Um, I won't make it long. I think uh, enough is said. Um, surely everybody's happy. Uh, we qualified for the World Cup. This was our aim. And, um, yeah, we're looking forward for it. Um, I won't take long. I would like to um, the staff, not the coaches, the staff, please to stand up. 
So this is the staff, the medical department. The medical department, video, analyzer, and, uh, oh, Ricky, okay, uh, our performance uh, manager. So um, they, they worked a lot. They helped us as a team a lot and worked the equipment. They worked day and night. Um, thank you for your effort. Um, um, you are highly, you have highly percentage on our uh, success. Thank you very much. Henry. Duty us pause. Duty us pause. Then um, let me please go to the coaching staff. Please stand up. So from my... <laughs> So in the first row is uh, Chris Hilton, um, very, very experienced, uh, a lot of help, a lot of good ideas uh, which we introduced um, and uh, it was a massive help to have him around to, to clear a lot of small, small problems. Uh, thank you, Chris. You did uh, more than uh, yeah, we could expect. Very, very good. Um, exceptional. Didi. Dramani, um, assistant coach, and George, assistant coach, um, as well. Um, um, I think uh, it was the best uh, team what I could uh, wish. Uh, I didn't know them before, but um, yeah, I'm very, very happy that uh, the president had this set up. Um, he introduced us, and we get to know each other. Um, it was uh, excellent working with them together um, and fitted. Thank you for your Good job and good work. Thank you very much. And then the players, please, stand up. I would, I would like, because I don't see everybody, and some are uh, sadly missing, and I would like everybody just to, to come up front, you start with the first row, just introduce yourself. Oh, you have a microphone there, okay. And then you uh, pass it on. I think um, the, best, the, best, the best thing come at last, and uh, what you did was exceptional. Like the president said, it was not easy to stand firm under these circumstances. Uh, really, really tough. Um, yeah, it was, was, was incredible to see how you fought. And uh, you really deserve it. I'm happy for you guys. Thank you. So we start with our captain, Thomas Party. Duty us pause. Duty us pause. Of course, they will definitely start with Captain Thomas Party. So that happened at the President's Jubilee House. Uh, you know, uh, they were actually recommending for their good work done. And President is saying that they should retain, you know, the technical team because they have been amazing. Ghanaians and some Nigerians in Ghana are really still on about their defeat. And Ghanaians are also uh, very excited about their feet into it. So let's listen to some fans. I wasn't happy. I know that I lost the Ghana because I think my people, they didn't try well. They didn't do well at all. If you went to come to Ghana, I think they're supposed to, they're supposed to uh, score goal in Ghana here, but they didn't. So I was expecting that when they go to Nigeria, that they will perform uh, more better and then score some goals, you know. But unfortunately, Ghana overpowered them and they even scored first goal before uh, Nigeria had a penalty to equalize. It is very, very sad, you know, but I have to bear it within myself. Yeah. The, 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 the current players of the Ghana are 
in this was they, they, they are very young players. And so that's why they were all qualified. So Nigeria, they, they underestimated Ghana Blasters. Okay. That's the main reason why they couldn't qualify. And I submitted talks. They thought they would have won very easily. And you heard what the point they was saying that they, would, they, they have more than nine strikers. They will give us, they can even give us some. We are GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. Of course, some are saying that they were excited. Others have the belief that definitely we will qualify and we have qualified as well. So, uh, still on, you know, uh, Ghanaian stories related in terms of we qualifying to the Qatar 2022 uh, officials of the Ghana Football Association have totally cancelled our Southampton defender Mohamed Salisu after he rejected an invitation to join the Black Star squad for the just-ended World Cup playoff against Nigeria. So, the FA spokesperson Henry Trumasanta said uh, the FA will now concentrate on those who have shown readiness to play for the country but report says that coach Otto Ado wants to give him uh, one last chance ahead of the uh, World Cup as an alternative to Jiko and Daniel Omate so we hope to see uh, how it will turn up and we'll definitely update you on that so Otto Ado wants uh, to have options in Salisu and Jonathan Mensa ahead of the World Cup and he also uh, is to be ready in his plans for World Cup which will be submitted to the FA, including in the plans of the future of Mohamed Salisu as well. So we hope to see 
how that one will also uh, turn out. But the General Secretary of the Nigerian Football Federation, NFF, has called our fans for attacking players and storming the pitch in the capital, Abuja, after the Super Eagles failed to qualify for the World Cup on Tuesday evening. So, uh, Mohamed Sanusi, uh, he understood the passion of Nigerian fans, but he said that the violence with Super Eagles supporters reportedly uh, directed towards their own players and officials uh, was unwise and uncalled for. Uh, so you know that Nigeria drew uh, with Ghana one go to one, meaning that the rivals have qualified to go to Qatar on the away uh, goals rule. So Mr. Sanusi uh, also said that he regretted the shocking death of a Zambian doctor who was working as part of the medical staff uh, on the night as well. So he said that Dr. Joseph uh, Kabungo was not on the pitch when the violence erupted and he had been in his office where medics were called to help him after he started gasping uh, for breath. So, uh, if you've not heard or seen it, uh, this is what happened after the Nigerians they were defeated. <laughs> So Mr. Sarnsu also apologized for uh, Nigeria's failure to qualify and he said that it was very unfortunate and we are sad. Uh, we are not happy about what happened, but it has happened already and they have to prepare their hormones and their nerves to accept it. But today, Nigerian indicates that the Super Eagles national coach Austin, I'm talking of Iguavon, has resigned, yes, as the interim technical advisor after losing the World Cup spot to Ghana in the playoffs in Abuja. According to the Blueprint, secured uh, sources, actually secured sources as well, in the Nigerian Football Federation disclosed that he decided to step down following Nigeria's failure to qualify for the uh, 2022 World Cup. So, uh, the FIFA World Cup is scheduled to be held in Qatar between November and December 2022. Two are uh, still on, uh, you know, World Cup related stories. The Nigeria Federation uh, could face sanctions, yes, from world governing body FIFA after crowd trouble mirrored the end of the 2022 World Cup playoff against um, Ghana. So home fans reacted angrily after the Super Eagles. They were eliminated from the uh, qualifying on the away goals uh, route following their one go to one draw in Abuja on Tuesday. So the Ghanaian players and staff were pelted with uh, water bottles from the stands and as they left the pitch to the uh, Mashoud Apiola National Stadium, a Nigeria supporter then invaded uh, the pitch. The crowd has overturned and damaged uh, two drug outs before tear gas was used and police hit our fans uh, with bathrooms as well. It was really, really uh, devastating on that. But away from, uh, you know, playoffs, we later stopped. The United States and Mexico booked uh, tickets for this year's World Cup in Qatar in the final round of the CONCACAF qualifying on Wednesday. So the United States, who missed out in the 2018 tournament, lost two goals to nil to Costa Rica, but still progressed along with the Mexicans, uh, who beat El Salvador two goals to nil. So on the final match day, the CONCACAF qualifying, the United States knew that uh, a win, draw or loss uh, was less than six goals would ensure a return to the World Cup uh, 
finals as well. So the Danny Watts scored her second one-day international century as champions England crashed South Africa by 137 runs in Christchurch on Thursday to set up a mouth-watering Women's World Cup final against the heavyweight Australian uh, Wyatt dropped five times upon South Africa with 129 of 125 balls to help England build an imposing 293-48 at Christchurch Hagley over. So South Africa has won uh, the toss and elected to field. So uh, right now we'll be looking at the list of countries that have qualified for the 2022 World Cup. And uh, here is the list in Africa, Cameroon, Ghana, Morocco, Senegal, and Tunisia. They have qualified in Asia, Iran, Japan, South Korea, Qatar, who is a host nation, yes, and Saudi Arabia. The United Arab Emirates will also face Australia in a playoff in June, and the winner taking on Peru for another bath in Qatar as well. So Europe uh, countries going Belgium, Croatia, Denmark, England, France, Germany, Netherlands, Poland, Portugal, Serbia, Spain, and Switzerland. Also, Wales will play Scotland or Ukraine to decide the final qualifier uh, from Europe. Uh, North, Central America and Caribbean. Also, Canada, Mexico and United States. Which also, Costa Rica will face New Zealand in a playoff for a spot in Qatar. In Oceania, New Zealand won the Oceania qualifying tournament to claim the region's uh, place in the intercontinental uh, playoff. South America, Argentina, Brazil, Ecuador, and Uruguay, uh, they are going. And Peru also uh, finished fifth and will play the UAE or Australia for a spot in uh, Qatar. So we hope to see the one that will be playing to, to join. We hope to see what they'll be able to do to have their name part of the countries going to Qatar. So Qatar World uh, Chief Executive Nassau Arketa has called for a meeting with Gareth Southgate after the England manager said he is unhappy some fans will feel safe traveling, will not feel safe actually traveling to events due to concerns over human rights issues in the country. So homosexual Sexuality is illegal in the Gulf states and there is also an easy over women's rights. While a report by Amnesty International found that thousands of migrant workers in the country were being exploited, which Qatar has denied. So Southgate said uh, this month it was a great shame that there were issues, you know, as stopping fans going to the World Cup, highlighting the right of women and the LGBTQ plus community as well. So Manchester United. Yes, will face rivals Liverpool as part of their preseason tour to Thailand and Australia in July. The Premier League. Um club announced that today. So United will meet Liverpool in Bangkok on 12th of July before flying to Australia on play A League team Melbourne victory on 15th of July and Crystal Palace four days later. So the popular Melbourne Cricket Ground will host those matches as well. So they said it has been uh, two years since the club has been able to travel on international preseason tour. So we can't wait to get going this summer and reconnect with our fans in 
Southeast Asia and uh, Australia as well. That's what Chief Operating Officer Colette Rochi is saying. Still in cricket, the Asian Cricket Council is set to play a role in helping grow the game in Africa through a plan prepared by ACC Chief. I'm talking of uh, Jay Shah. So Asia is the biggest market uh, for cricket and home to five of the uh, 12 test playing nations across the world with the game enjoying massive popularity in the Indian subcontinent. So South Africa and Zimbabwe are the full members representing the African continent, uh, the world uh, governing body, the International Cricket Council, uh, saying that. So Shah, who is also secretary of the powerful Indian Cricket Board is reviewing the Afro-Asian Cricket Project, which was first moted in 2005 by the former ICC Chief Yahoman Adamiya. So that will be there for it. And in tennis today, Poland's eager Swans Day continuum to terrific uh, run with a 6-3-6-3 win over Petra Kitova on a Wednesday to reach the Miami Open semifinals, while Norway's Kapsperud also upset men's second seed Alexander Zverev in the quarter final clash. So transgender cyclist Emily Bridges will not compete at Saturday's National Onion Championship after governing body UCI. Yes, Ruchi is ineligible. That is what Bridges Cycling is uh, saying. So Bridges had been due to compete in her first women's uh, you know, event in Derby facing some of the sports biggest names including five-time champion uh, Laura Kinney. So the British cycling uh, said Bridges will have been taking part under their transgender and non-binary party participation policy uh, before the UCI ruling. So that's what they say. They say that we have uh, now been informed by the Union Cyclist International UCI that under their current guidelines, Emily is not eligible to participate in this event. British Cycling said in a statement, and they said that we have been in close discussion with the UCI regarding Emily's participation this weekend, and we have also engaged closely with Emily and her family regarding her transition and involvement in elite competition. So talking about transgender-related issues, the Republican governors of the Oklahoma and Arizona, uh, they have signed bills banning transgender athletes from girls' school sports, joining growing list of, you know, states that have passed or enacted similar laws on the contagious election year Issue. So Arizona Governor Drug Seducy also signed a bill banning irreversible gender reassignment surgery for a minor. So they said that this legislation is common sense and narrowly targeted to address these two specific issues uh, while ensuring that transgender individuals continue to receive the same dignity, respect, and the kindness as every individual in our society. That's what Ducey said in a statement. But the American Civil Liberties Union also signaled that it would challenge the ban on gender reassignment surgery in court, saying on Twitter that the government can't violate um, the right without a fight as well. So in badminton, Malaysian badminton courts evokes, yes, a sci-fi uh, movie set. So the scuffle in the dark, a badminton hall is an iconic Petronas Twin Towers, yes, uh, in 
Kuala Lumpur was set to up late in 2021 by sport management. But the company also set to encourage people to take up their racket support uh, after two years of social restrictions because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So Glow in Dark Badminton enters Malaysia playoff uh, back onto court as well. And they are having really, uh, you know, great innovations on that. So Fiajian Drua, yes, suffered a blow ahead of Friday's Super Rugby game against the New South Wales Rathers after head coach Mick Barney entered isolation following a positive COVID-19 uh, test. So Duara one of the two Pakisfika expansion side joining Australia a New Zealand team in the competition are 10th in the standings on 6 points after 6 matches so they are based in Australia for this season to avoid uh, potential travel complications due to the COVID-19 so they said that Mick is clearly gutted not to be with the team but remains in good spirit as he completes his recovery and isolation uh, period. Dura CEO Brian Thornburn said in a statement today. So they said that he continues to call uh, to the short, of course, and the players are in a very capable hands of our coaching and management staff. So we hope to see what the coaching and management staff will be taking them through on Friday. So Formula One will light up the Las Vegas night sky on Saturday in November 2023 as the streets of Sin City are taken over by the fastest cars and most famous drivers in the world. Officials said that yesterday. So the Las Vegas Grand Prix 6.12 ki kilometers track will see drivers roll past landmarks such as the Bellagio Fountains and Sisters Palace for an event expected to attract 170,000 fans. So they are saying they are doing something spectacular. Stefanos, yes, Domicile Kali. The CEO of uh, Formula One told the realtors while overlooking the Las Vegas trips, which light up with ads for the event after it was announced. So it is a perfect marriage and we are in iconic city. We are going to have right atmosphere, the right intensity, the right passion as well. So Formula One races, you know, are usually stayed on Sundays and Saturdays night race show that a sport is not as static and can adapt to its environment. He said that. But Sebastian Vettel is here and will race for Aston Martin in Austria next week after missing the two uh, Grand Prix of the season due to COVID-19. The Formula 1 team said today the fans are excited because they were hoping that he will be joining after, you know, uh, COVID-19 isolation. But fellow German Nico Hockenberg also stood in for the four-time world champion at the Bahrain opener in the Saudi Arabia last weekend alongside Ken. Uh, Canadian roulette stroll on that. But Aston Martin uh, have yet to score a point in 2022 with William in the only other team to have drawn uh, in both races as well. So, uh, Vettel is back again, we hope to see. So they are saying that we are pleased to confirm that Sebastian Vettel is now fit to race and will therefore line up alongside, uh, you know, Stroll in Melbourne to kick off in 2022 at F1 season, Aston Martin said on Twitter uh, today. So before we wrap it up in... Um, 
NBA today, Chris Paul hit the game's final two basket. Yes, one at uh, 24 apart, including the clutter uh, run as the Phoenix Suns survive a far field finish to equal their single season franchise record for wins with 107 uh, to 103 victory over the Golden State Warriors uh, on Wednesday in San Francisco. So Devin Booker also finished with 22 points, going 10 for 12 at uh, the line, and Mikal Bridges tied for team high earners with 22 helping the Suns match the franchise victory record of 62 set in the 1992 to 1993 and tie in 2004 and five as well so Phoenix and its ninth consecutive win amazing for uh, the fans and the team as well so I'll be always reminding you to join the Ghana Talks Radio predicting win game and win yourself a guaranteed 200 Ghana cities from us kindly uh, visit the website www.ghanatalksradio.com or download our app by uh, Apple iOS and Google Play Store. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the 20 Hit Countdown. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Ghana Talks Radio, in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. Best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio.
today we are throwing back an exciting Uruguayan songs and it's time for the entertainment how we're gonna talk to radio i'm back again sandra Sati. i'm getting excited because you know entertainment is uh full of fun we get to know about celebrities and we you know we gush over the stories about them every day so prince harry and Meghan Markle are aware of the backlash they are going to face after, you know, snubbing Prince Philip at his memorial service. So the Duke and Duchess of Sussex did not only opt out of the event at the Westminster Abbey, but also kept moments social media with while you know other family members showered uh the, the duke of Erdenberg with the tribute so royal aspect i'm talking of ingrid's award author of prince philip revealed that uh he she told the mirrors that she believes that disrespect speaks uh you know it speaks volume so you know she said and i quote to the war of silence as was loud as if they had shouted from the abbey raptors the normally verbose duke and duchess of success said nothing what are they expecting them to say they can't say anything so she continued by saying that there have been a great deal of criticism about prince harry's absence from his grandfather's memorial service but no reason given as to why he chose not to attend from harry himself he don't want to talk about it because you know he if he didn't come, he means he just don't want to be there guys you should understand so i like baldwin is here and yesterday he'll tell you that he and the wife is expecting their seventh baby and one fan said how can he be expecting a baby if you know uh, he has not been found guilty though but he is still connected to the you know rust shooting they were saying that how can you be excited when uh, allegedly you have killed someone on the rust set like he's so funny so he can't be happy i don't know they said that but Hilary Baldwin is nauseous, uh, you know, tried after announcing pregnancy with Alec Baldwin. Uh, she is updating well wishes about her health a day after revealing that she's pregnant with her seventh child. So thank you all for your kind words and sweet wishes. Yes, Hilaria wrote on Instagram story. Uh, so many of you are asking how I feel. The answer is nauseous, tired, and happy. Love you all. Thanks for celebrating with us. But you know, on Tuesday, the wife of Alec Baldwin announced that She's excited to welcome another member into her family after six kids. So, you know, after many ups and downs, she brought that. She told that they've been able to, looking forward to have their seventh child. And I'm still reminding you because we are still waiting for the bad girl, babe. I'm talking about Rihanna. She'll be expecting her very soon, you know. We're hoping to see the baby as well. So, love to getting babies and all that. Maybe I might get one for myself. But Chloe Kardashian is here and is clapping back at a social media show who deem her not important enough to walk the red carpet on an Oscar party. Ah, oh, that's so harsh. Who would say that to her? But wait, so Chloe was there, but not important enough to walk to the red carpet. And then to add insult to injury, she is the only Kardashian not invited to Met Gala. That's what uh, the mugged uh, troller uh, really said about kardashian chloe but the kardashian star was quick to respond to the comments and she said that i don't know what on earth you were talking about and where you think you came up with these stories that you assume are facts she wrote that but both of your comments are untrue babe slam chloe in her usual savage fashion yes so she came back to you know retaliate what they were saying so the hater comment came out to a fan website share photos of the mother of one alongside kim kardashian 
Biden and friends Stasi in advance. So she is saying that they shouldn't be spreading things that are untrue. Yeah, they should just go away. But Machine Gun Kelly, yes, I'm talking of MGK, wants Pete Davidson to be an important part of his wedding. Yes, I'm looking for the wedding because I am attending. I am invited, but no, I don't think so. So the duo that has been best friends for a couple of years confessed that they have been through a lot of these years. So speaking to the Sarah's ex, the Howard Steen show, Megan Fox fiance confessed that he would ensure he would ensure, you know, Pete has by his side when he says his vows. Oh, some people slamming Pete Davidson, but the friends are also showering love. So he said, I want so many close and best friends that have been with me through all these years. Uh, but yay, I think Pete's absolutely going to be standing right there with me. Oh, Pete Davidson's going to be the special guest of honor at Machine Gun Kelly's wedding. So uh, we should just make him for a commentary anyways. He added to the Saturday Night Live star. And he said, it's a bromance. It's unbelievable. The whole added you know connecting with uh, kim kardashian and all that but mgk and megan fox announced engagement in january uh, 2022 meanwhile peter davison is still dating our very own kim kardashian and we are gushing because we like him too yes the slap of the week is still gonna be in the month i'm talking of chris rock slap from will smith Ooh, i can still feel it here so chris rock is shedding light on the oscars drama two days after you know his comedy gig. So the comedian arrived at the real boy in Boston uh, to conduct his first show after the night. And there he admitted to his fans that he is still processing what happened. Uh-uh. It's just a slap, yeah? So how can he be processing from Sunday to Thursday? Oh, my goodness. That was a hot slap one there. So he's saying that he is still processing what happened Dressed in all white and receive a standing ovation. Yes, that's what happens. The Rock later assured fans that he will talk about the incident some other time because he has to finish processing, you know, making his nerves understand how the slap could, you know, feel from the, the chin into the stomach to every part of his body. He is still processing. We hope you'll be able to process until the very end. But Queen is here, and Queen Elizabeth is receiving backlash from Auntie. Yes, Monarchist after Prince Andrew accompanied her to Prince Philip's memorial service. A bad night in the family. I'm not saying that bad. Prince Andrew, you know that I fell out of favor with the royal family and the British press after he was accused by Virginia Guilfrey of raping her and she was uh, young. So the Duke of York who was stripped of his military titles and royal patronages over the sexual assault allegation has reached out uh, of court deal with his accuser. But social media websites were flooded with reactions when the prince was seen sitting in the car with his mother as they left for the memorial service. So multiple reports also said that a senior members of the royal family were not happy with the queen's decision to bring Andrew with her. He's still family. They can't do anything to him. Yeah, so we we will just take in anything the Queen's brings on board. But Prince Andrew's prominent role as Father's Prince Philip's memorial has been labeled as PR blunder by associate editor at the Independence, Sian O'Grady. Yeah, so in his commentary on on the Andrew's pivotal role at the service. 
Queen Elizabeth escort all gratis slam it as a hasty arrow be blunder so first we was the notion that we was the notion that he lives around them so it was easier for him to go with his mother but second it is not incompatible with the first that's what the queen remains so they actually don't like having prince andrew anywhere but he is still part of the family and they can't do that but he also pointed out that the british monarchy has continued to struggle with getting the public private balance right however they are better and worse ways of dealing with every potential pr disaster and plainly whoever individually or collectively is responsible for this um of the monarchy Dasson uh, isn't doing it very well. So it is what it is. He ap he appeared for us. He came and we can't do it. But Prince William and Kate Middleton's daughter, Princess Charlotte, is being compared to her grandmother, Queen Elizabeth, after accompanying her parents to Prince Philip's memorial. So according to Hello Magazine, Prince George and Charlotte were able to attend the ceremony because of Easter school holidays and the attendance was a source of much to talk about royal fans. Hmm. If you watch it on Facebook, you can see that beautiful girl, that sweet, adorable girl with the grandmother. They are looking so posh together. So they are saying that after the ceremony was over, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge took to Instagram to share several uh, family pictures from the ceremony and naturally fans took to the comments and one fan i compare little charlotte to the monarch queen i write in charlotte is so pretty looks so much like great grandmother of course she looks so much she's so pretty and so amazing another one said that george and charlotte was uh they were a real credit today impeccably behaved of course they are royalty you can't be doing anything just like that just like you know uncle andrew i'm just saying it so kim kardashian is facing backlash i don't know this issue keeps happening every single time i don't know what kim kardashian is looking forward to see in a photo on a photo how she's looking for her image to look like it she's being bashed for another thing that you've, you you've heard before i'm talking of photoshopping yes her social media snap again after pictures from oscars after party showed her real skin texture so american tv personality and socialist 41 who keeps her fans on her toes by showcasing her polishing looks and sizzling selfies was called out by some of her followers as they compared a social snap to a professional one uh taken at the sonar on saturday so pete davidson's lady loves skin texture calling to fans look noticeably different to photos posted to Kim's Instagram grid with a photo accusing the reality star of filtering. Donna Talks Radio, number <laughs> one. Her visage and certain unrealistic standards of beauty. It happens every time. Kim Kardashian is known for photoshopping. Every time, anytime, any day, because she just want to look like a goddess. I don't know what she wants to get, but... One eagle eye fan wrote, when you are so used to seeing the smoothest filtered photo, it is a bit of a shock when we get the real image. She looks fabulous in both photos, but different. So, you know, indirectly, that particular fan added some honey and some pepper mixed together for Kim Kardashian. But... Meghan Markle told Oprah Winfrey that she was forced to turn over her passport to the royal family when she married Prince Harry. However, a report suggests that she traveled to about 13 places despite the claim. 
Megan Markle was straight lying. But according to reports published by the Sun soon after their her explosive tour with Oprah, Megan traveled to 13 other countries as a tourist before stepping back a senior royal alongside husband Prince Harry. So a report stated, and I quote, it is understood from royal sources that Megan's passport had to be kept safe to ensure it did not fall into the wrong hands, but it would still have been used by her for holidays. Hmm. Meghan Markle, but apart from visiting the countries on royal tours, Meghan is said to have uh, traveled to Italy, Holland, the U.S., Canada after marrying Harry, but maybe that's not how she wanted it to be. It should have been with her, so she confirmed it was seized. I'm just helping it to say that, but HBO announced, yes, that it's hotly anticipated Game of Thrones. Yes, the prequel House of the Dragon will debut on 21st of August, so guys, uh, Game Game of Thrones fans, Game of Thrones fans, guys, you guys have to take it on your calendar so that you don't miss it out. So, House of the Dragon takes place 200 years before the event of Game of Thrones. Uh, yes, a medieval fantasy series that became a global phenomenon. Yes, I'm part of those who watch it too because it is indeed phenomenon during the eighth season role. So, the new 10 episode series, yes, will be based on George R. R. Martin's book. I'm talking of Fire and Blood, and we'll tell the story or the House Targaryen HBO Sardi. So the network announced that the House of the Dragon at an event in 2019 to stir enthusiasm for the HOB Max streaming service and the drama will also be available on hbo television so it is on the 21st of august we will be having that definite we will watch it but back to Donna the Talks stuff Radio, issue yes back one. to chris, chris rock chris rock yes chris rock you know the slap issue um academy award co-host i'm talking of amy schumer and wandy skeggs said that they were sickening by uh, the best actor winner will smith slap off presenter Chris rock at uh, you know sunday night ceremony so during the live oscars telecast we know what happened so rock again regained his consciousness and announced the winner of the best documentary uh quest laughs summer of soul but she triggered and traumatized that is what still uh triggered and traumatized that's what uh, Schumer is saying in a post on Instagram three days after. Yeah, she said, I love my friend Riz Rock and believe he handled it like a pro. I stayed up there and gave an Oscar to his friend, Chris Love, and the whole thing was so disturbing. Uh, so much pain is Will Smith. Anyway, I'm still in shock and stand inside. She added by saying, uh, waiting for this sickening feeling to go away from what we all uh, witness that's what amy schumer is saying that whatever happened she's still shocked and she's not been able to you know get over it it's still disturbing for her but the slap has happened already she can't do anything about it she just have to calm down get some water just rest because grace rock is still processing she didn't go through anything so what is she worried about that's what happened and today too you know well, Samantha's mother came out to say that uh, she has never seen his son, uh, you know, her son, um, behave like that before because, you know, uh, she feels like something really triggered that particular uh, behavior uh, on sportsman-like behavior, on gentlemanly, you know, but it has happened already. It, nobody can judge. Nobody can talk about what actually was it and what should have done because if it could be you, you would have 
you would have done definitely what you feel like doing. That's what Will Smith did. So uh, I can talk more about bringing the Nigerians and the Ghana into the conversation again. They are sooner over their defeats. And I'm talking about sports here because award-winning Nigerian singer Root Boy, a member of the group Peace Corps, has returned to West African country, Ghana, ahead of his fatherland, Nigeria. Ooh, where are the Nigerians? So according to Paul Okoye, Ghana is way ahead of Nigeria with regards to development. And he noted that unlike his country, Nigeria, Ghana can boost all the best infrastructures and also quality education, which has resulted in almost 40% of the population moving to Ghana for the tertiary education. If you tell them, they won't understand. They will try to have a big stunt of, uh, you know, argument. But Root Boy statement comes um, after Ghana national team Black Stars defeated the Super Eagles of Nigeria in a one-go-to-one away draw to qualify for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. But a defeat witnessed some Nigerian football lovers invading the pitch and destroying properties, yes, worth thousands of naira. So according to him, several challenges in his country need to be addressed. And the reasons why he wasn't bothered about them not making it to the Qatar for the tournament. He, he believes in that. So in an Instagram post, um, the popular singer added that, Ghana has become a preferred destination choice for his brothers and sisters back home due to the peace they enjoy. Because readings call you when they played in Ghana at Kumasi, nothing happened. And in your country, you decided to run sack things. That's your country. You can bring the whole thing down. We wouldn't mind, actually. You are not hurting anyone. So he has also urged Nigerian leaders to address all the concerns of the citizen. He said that they should be having to know that uh, what they did at the pitch was really, really very bad, and they should uh, deal with that as well. But you know that Igalevi is still trending in the country because the citizens, the Ghanaian citizens, are really not um, excited. They are, they are devastated. They are disappointed in the uh, the passage of the Igalevi. Uh, Davi Medekuku, hit me, I'm talking of ex has blamed leaders in Ghana for the suffering in the country, irrespective of the highly endowed natural resources. So, uh, you know, talking about the issue, he said most of the current leaders have black heads and ought to be given serious strokes of canes. Who is going to do this one? I think we need Jesus to stroke them because he's the only one who can do that right now. We, we can't bring President Zucufada to stroke him case. Really? That's a president of the country. So he said, we have gold, we have timber, we have bauxite, aluminum, cocoa, and yet we are suffering in this country, which means our leaders are blockheads. We ought to line up all our leaders and give them some serious strokes of canes. That is what our past leaders are, uh, with exception of Kwame Nkrumah. Oh, of course, Kwame Nkrumah can never be king because he was really a true icon for the country. So we have to look up all our current leaders in prison for them to know that they came to only enrich themselves and have mismanaged our resources. So uh, that's what Exdo is saying, that all those leaders have to be lined up and be beaten. Yes, they should be put in prison for them to know how bad they are, making the citizens suffer. They haven't poor stand of living, you know, city depreciation, e-levy passage. It's not easy. But I think for now, we are thankful Ghana to Talks Radio, because of the win to Qatar, it's like it's going to overshadow the e-levy. We're not feeling the pains too much, but 
But most Ghanaians continue to complain about the worsening economic situation in the country with fuel prices, uh, you know, exchange rates and commodity prices on the ascendancy. So it's not that easy. And Joe is giving us the best solution to solve all this. We should line up our leaders, give them strokes of canes, pull them in prison. And who will be doing the management, the, the work for the government? Who will be doing that for us? Unless they do, we hope that God will help us uh, to give us, you know, ideas to a management, uh, uh, a government itself to be able to help us for the citizens to live good and enjoy uh, the natural resources we have, as he is saying. So thank you so much. This is why I'm ending it. So if you pray, pray for Ghana because we are really in a very, very hard country and we need the help of the Lord to help us, um, you know, go through uh, strongly. So thank you so much for joining me. This has been the Entertainment Hub on Ghana Talks Radio. I'm signing up. I'm done. And here, my name is Sandra Asante, DJ Charm. It's in the studios to take you on that musical drive from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Only on Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation.